Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Parker Holland Show. And coming up today, we have all heard cash is king. And in retirement, it's all about cash flow, which leads the charge. Today, we're going to dig into cash flow in retirement and some offer some suggestions that could help you maintain your current lifestyle. 138 points. This is such a flow to invest whether you're a big trader or whether you have a Life can be complicated. Pay. Planning for retirement doesn't have to be. So what we're looking at here is a plan and a strategy that guarantees the retirement income, but it doesn't give up that growth for safety. Learn tips and tricks to help you move forward. That's not always debt. And that's where I feel like a lot of people have a misunderstanding. When you have the money to pay it all, it's called leveraging. And now, The Parker Holland Show. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It is the Parker Holland Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and oddly enough, Parker Holland is here. He's right there. I can see him. The Parker Holland Show, again, um, you are uh, capital financial, and uh, you're uh, uh, an investment advisor representative. i got to get that right, IAR. And, uh, yeah, they changed the, They changed a lot of that, so we went through a bunch of name changes and stuff with our licenses and designations, but I still like the chief strategy myself. I, yeah, me too, but oh, well, certain things we can't say, Parker. Uh, uh, let's see. All right, so we're talking about cash flow. By the way, how are you? How am I on cash flow? No, just in general. <laughs> you need some, you're trying to borrow some money. Yes, yeah, I am. I need some, yeah. Uh, tell, tell Coach, give me a raise, and we'll, then I'll talk. Oh, okay, I'll split enough. it with you. I'll split oh. it with you. <laughs> All right, let's do it. No, I'm doing good, Steve. It's great to be here. And I know kind of back to more normal post-COVID, the limitations and all of that. It, it's good seeing everybody back in-house in the building and all of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, folks, if you want to give Parker a call right now, it's 877-359-1979. And cash flow in retirement, it is all about that. That and and uh, you know call it income cash flow whatever you want we got to have money coming in because we're not working anymore and that's the big piece I mean paychecks stop bills and taxes don't well, you got to <laughs> right. pay yourself yeah. I mean that's the reason we all save and I mean that's kind of I guess why we have a job is <laughs> there isn't a government pension funded and everyone needs money and you got to look out for you your loved ones your family and make sure the numbers work yep absolutely well and and again that comes down to finding out what and determining your income sources and we have uh, you know we've done a number of case studies we'll do another one today but again it's it's figuring out those sources. And I mean, Social Security is certainly going to be one, but again, it goes to what we saved. And, and uh, you know, in the case of the case, in case of the case study, <laughs> um, you know, you often will do those without Social Security even involved, which is pretty cool. So we've got, so we're, what are some income sources? Where do we get it from? Well, and that's the big thing is everyone has a lump sum, usually, I mean, 401ks, IRAs, personal investments, because the normal cash balance deferred um, benefit, defined benefit pensions don't really exist anymore. They are a dinosaur. They're a dying breed. And the reason we don't like including Social Security is just all the changes in the system, the double taxation. Mm -hmm. We use it more as a um, healthcare and tax buffer. And a lot of people are comfortable with that. Now we do look at the most efficient way 
the most advantageous way to make it work. But when we're running these numbers, doing the case study, if we don't need it, it's icing on the cake. No one complains about more money. No, they <laughs> sure only complain don't. if it's not enough. And we're here to do the good, the bad, and the ugly, and let people know exactly where they fall. And we got to know our expenses. Uh, you know, call it a budget, a lifestyle expenses, whatever you want to call it. But we got to know what they are. How often do people? really know what they are when they come in and sit down with I you. I feel like a lot of people, since we include it kind of prior, is kind of getting a rough idea, but I don't like the spreadsheets. I don't like the categorizing the factory. And there's always something. And everyone always says, well, my numbers are off because this is happening. A kid's mm-hmm. in school or whatever. There's always something. Of course there is. Go to the debits column. Don't categorize. Don't factor. Don't say you're in a weird situation. Look at the last one year average. If you do online banking, what's with a one year? You may make a hundred thousand and you may save a good chunk of that and your income six thousand. But if you're spending all of that six thousand, we need to know it. If your baseline's three and you're spending seven, we need to know it. We can't plan off one number if it's not the true standard of living. I, I want to say I want to know the expenses. I want to know the standard of living. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's that's what it's all about. So those are the kinds of things that uh, you work on for, you know, with people when they come in to figure out what those expenses are, which then determines the budget or the, uh, or as uh, one person says, the lifestyle expense report. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, the ideal perfect situation is you get the same take home, if not more in retirement than you got when you were working. Yeah. But not every plan works that way. And we have to know where the issues or potholes are. Well, and if that's what our goal is, is to to maintain that lifestyle that we had while we were working in retirement, that's motivation enough to save a little bit more or maybe work a little bit longer to make sure we can do that. And on the other side of it, too, is it comes into fact is, yeah, you might not be saving your 401k, but you may look at downsizing. And as we know, that's less space, better amenities, same cost. Um, You have more time on your hands. So normally people spend more. So that's why we like having buffers in the plan and not including Social Security to make the numbers better. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times people end up spending significantly more, and especially the first years of retirement, than what's planned for. And we have to have those buffers in hand. And and so then that gets down to strategies, which I know that you uh, love the different strategies to uh, create investments or to for our investments. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you do? What are some things that, that kind of make sense for people? Well, the biggest piece that most people focus on is they're always worried about the volatility. They're worried about law. I mean, even if it's one bad day on the market, it kind of stuns everybody when they're not seeing green on the screen. Mm. But the biggest conversation piece we have is that we're we still need growth. I think we're always battling the misconception that the closer you get to retirement, you need to be more conservative. I don't think that's the best way to word it. You have less time to play catch up. You have less time to deal with the down days. Um, You're not saving. You're not seeing it as a time to buy on sale, especially when you're pulling money out to pay yourself. So the biggest thing is you, you have less time to deal with the volatility, but you need growth more than ever. You're taking out income. You need to replenish that income. You need to increase that income. You can't do that without growth. So a big thing we focus on is the educational piece of what is true, proper financial planning, retirement income planning. Where's all the inefficiencies? How do we address them? What's best out of the entire industry? It's a full-blown conversation. It's not all understood in one hour. Okay. All right. Fair enough. 877-359-1979. One of the things that uh, that a plan really has, and, and something I know that you do at Capital Financial is is you got to be flexible. And that's not just you, but that's the client too. I mean, we've got to be flexible to understand how we can maximize our money. And that's the other thing about it too, is it's, 
this will go into what we talk about coming up, but there's so much mental and emotional decision-making and conversations that have to be had. Um, I, I know we're independent, but I look at everything and Northwestern Mutual had this great post in one of their blogs about you don't need to be a, a multimillionaire to meet with a financial planner. You just have to be willing to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're a therapist along with financial planners and analysts. Well, not to mention a marriage counselor. Well, and, <laughs> yeah, done that plenty of times too. Um, but the biggest thing about it is you need to have that conversation and then we need to have a conversation. And that's where the confidentiality is key. I mean, everything we say is being held confidential. It's not being shared outside of us, no information sold. And the minute you leave that threshold, no one else is going to talk about it because all the rest of the team cares about the numbers. You meeting with your advisor and planner, there is confidentiality. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it is too, I always like the joke, but it's happened. It's like, and divorce, all of that, we get subpoenaed. We don't have to say anything. <laughs> and that's the other side of it too. It, like if no one's health or well-being is at risk, it's a conversation today, but you need to be able to emotionally know where you're at. You're comfortable, you and your spouse, you and your family. We need to know. I don't need to know all the nuts and bolts, but I need to know the big expenses, the concerns. If someone has a spending problem, if someone has a healthcare problem, if we're dealing with special needs trust, that's a huge piece of what we do as well. It's proper planning. We don't need to know why or how. We just need to know what and what are we planning for. Mm-hmm. And and in order to do that, obviously, you've got to have the conversations. And the, the, the good news is you're, you know, we can sit down with you and, you know, you're not... Uh, you're not charging by the minute. Right? No, so we're not, we're not a lawyer. So, well, <laughs> you don't yeah, have to worry exactly. about a reply email and you get a 15 minute bill. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, um, you know, but again, so those are the kinds of things that you do. And, and really when it comes down to it, cash flow, um, it, it just, it just comes down to common sense and, and, uh, no matter what you call it. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. And I always love the phrase common sense. Isn't that common? Well, it's not that in financial planning. It's just, there's so much, directed information. There's companies selling their product, their funds, their sources. And a lot of times they're bad mouthing others and people are Google, like Google warriors about thinking they could do it themselves. I mean, it's like WebMD. You have, you either have a call for cancer. There's no in between. And that's the thing about it is you have to have that trust and you got to meet with the team that you're trusting that you're comfortable with. And I tell everyone that meets with us, especially when they come through other sources, like our partnerships with like Dave Ramsey, smart investor, smart advisor, smart asset, wiser advisor, all these third parties that want to create fiduciary relationships. You go where you're comfortable. You should be meeting with multiple people. People come to us with existing plans and advisors all the time. Our job isn't to say, hey, here's how we're better. Here's how we're cheaper. Here's how we do it. It'd be like, here's where you're at. Here's what you're missing. And more times than not, we're saying, here's where you're at. And it's com- you're on the complete right track. But did you just discuss this or think about that? That happens more than not. And that's why we offer no cost or obligation. Let you know where you're at if you're on the right track and if there's any big changes that need to be made or just small tweaks sure. or if anything, if anything. So again, yeah. folks, if you've got questions, now's the time to call. Uh, let's open up the phone lines and then do just that. Huh? Yeah, let's do that. So we have time now. So we'll do it for the next five callers, Steve, because I want to offer this in each segment, but next five callers, no cost or obligation. Give us a call, shoot us a text, see where you're at. Let's put together that financial roadmap, no cost or obligation. Our only request is if we do a plan, we sit back down to walk through it. We have the new books here that Coach Pete's put out. We have a lot more at the editors coming. You'll get the four, one K survival box set, the seven babies steps box set, everything in between is $300 offer, but we want you to know exactly where you're at 
where you want to be and how to get there. All right, fair enough. Uh, 877-359-1979. Really, it's uh, why we give you the opportunity to review, though, your individual circumstances. As Parker says, no cost, no obligation. Find out how much risk you're taking. Are there red flags that could be a problem for you down the line? How much do you pay in fees or commissions? Do you really know? Let Parker find out for you. What about potential tax liability and, of course, finding security in a lifetime retirement income plan? That includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. You want to take advantage of that? Give us a call, 877-359-1979, or text Parker to 600-700-877-359-1979. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, a topic that I find fascinating, behavioral finance. It's a field of study that examines how human psychology and behavior can affect financial decisions and outcomes. Now, when it comes to retirement planning, behavioral finance can have a significant influence in several areas. We'll take a deep dive when we come right back. This is such a blow to invest in right now. Breaking news in your stocks all around the world. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're unsure, worried, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Parker Holland, 877-359-1989, 877-359-1989, or text Parker to 600-700, text Parker to 600-700. back on the Parker Holland Show with Parker Holland. I'm Steve Siddall, and we have uh, got a great show going. I loved it. First segment, we're talking all about, uh, you know, cash flow, income in, in retirement. And now this behavioral finance is something that... <laughs> going I mean, after my degree, Steve. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I mean. It's it's uh, it's something that, I, like I said, I find it fascinating. And, and one of the things that it becomes clear is people don't have the knowledge they need or they should have uh, today when it comes to finances. And behavioral finance is such a key piece. It was one of my focus areas, and I love it. I mean, it's the emotional and mental side behind money, and it's a key piece that's utilized all across our industry. And the big thing about it is I don't think there's anything more emotional um, that is a tangible kind of planning asset than people's money. Right. And I think everyone can agree with that. And the big thing about it is, it comes back to having your plan, you understanding it, your strategy. I know some people come to us and like, hey, I don't care about this. I don't think this way. Or they delegate it to a spouse and that spouse passed. It can be scary. But I mean, coach calls it the sleep well at night plan for a reason. If you have a proper financial retirement plan, you can enjoy the time, enjoy retirement. You don't have to stay up every night watching the screens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and again, so one of the things that you have to do is understand behavioral biases or the biases about finance because we are influenced from the time we're very young just in our upbringing about our perception and how we deal with money and there's a lot of I would say it's probably ingrained in there from childhood or how someone was raised. But the biggest bias I see is everyone want the best way I've heard this said, and I'll give this one to Marty hands down is like when people are a hundred percent against loss, but they want every bit of the growth and then they don't want to pay anything. And then they come in and then they want to be able to self-direct it at the same time. And I love the way he had a conversation one time. He's like, you're asking me to get you to Africa, but you don't want to take a plane or a boat. 
<laughs> I mean, and, True. and that's the big thing we see more than not. And people have these biases or this overconfidence or this overly aggressive, but also overly conservative mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, there is no perfect storm for anybody where you're like a hundred percent growth and a hundred percent safe, hundred percent <laughs> liquid, a hundred percent flexible and a hundred percent professionally managed. I mean, a dollar can only do two of four things at one time. And that's the rule of thumb. And that's not just a rule of thumb. That's standard math. And that's the big thing about it is you have to have someone that you're comfortable with, be able to have the conversations. And you also have to be willing to be to educate, not just yourself. You don't need to be a licensed uh, trade or anything like that, but proper understanding is key. And I feel like you have to have those direct conversations of here is where you're at. Here's what you want. Here's how you get there. Mm -hmm. And here's what's best. But the, you have to be willing to acknowledge that a lot of information out there isn't apples to apples or a hundred percent applicable a hundred percent of the time. Like my favorite conversation was a a trust conversation about a law that existed in the eighties. That hasn't been a law since then. And they did an entire plan and strategy around it. And that law doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, wow. And that's the big thing that we see all the time is I don't want you over exerting, but I also don't want you under exerting, I guess, if that makes sense. Yep, it does. For each each conversation and a lot of self managers. I mean, you have to be able to have those tough conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, you know, putting together a plan with a law or a rule that doesn't even exist is a, I mean, that just goes to the lack of knowledge. Well, and it, that's the thing is like Google can be a great tool, but it also can be a bad one. Oh, and yeah. then on the other side is like our website. We do a bunch of calculator software analysts. There's a big thing for robo advising it's not always best for everybody. And then of course it doesn't take into account every situation. And my favorite is when I have someone come in and they (laughs) call themselves the financial engineer. They have this entire spreadsheet and everything in there. And I'm looking at, I was like, this looks great. But I was like, but where's inflation? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, you have the same number going for 28 years. Yeah. Like you have to be able to adjust. And that's the thing is you have to work with a team of professionals and I always joke about, I take full credit for it, but my specialty is not everything. Oh yeah. That's why it is a team. And that's why I sign off on my piece of the plan. And you have to have a group that has that knowledge for every moving part. Absolutely. Well, and again, you've got, I mean, Capital Financial has uh, folks with expertise in obviously in investing, in putting together the plan in Mm -hmm. Medicare and social security. And it's all right here. And that's the big thing. And I would say our biggest bias is safety and proper planning, I guess. That's our bias here at Capital. But mm-hmm. the big thing is you one person cannot do everything, just like $1 cannot do everything. Sure. And so let's talk about social influence and, and herd or herd behavior. You know, that the uh, the water cooler talk is probably the worst, worst place to talk about finances. Well, I kind of love where a lot of 401ks used to limit the amount of trading that can be done in them now because there was one group, I forget where it was. I wanted to say it was somewhere in the Northeast, but there was like a an open communication or a chat and every single person in the plan would make the same trades at the same time. Oh gosh. And they were driving, they got to a point where they managed so because this was like a corporation where they were mimicking or not mimicking, but manipulating market price in one fund because they had so much money in that one fund and everyone was doing it. <laughs> I mean, 
And that herd mentality exists and it's real. I mean, <laughs> no matter what side of the aisle you're on, look at what happened with COVID. Yeah. Look at everything that came since then. And the big thing about it is you need to know what's best for you. Most of the time, there's going to be applicable overlaps between you and someone who's in a similar situation, but it's not always going to be identical. There's going to be something different and you got to have that personalized approach. Yes, there's an outline. Yes, there's a baseline, but it's a foundation to build off of. Okay. Everyone wants a different looking house. Sure. Well, and then just the emotional aspect of this. I mean, the talking about money is hard for people, um, especially, you know, you start to getting into the nitty gritty and, and you know, you're sort of lifting up, uh, you know, you're, you're opening up the books. Well, I was raised talking about money's rude. I mean, that's just... Well, I think a lot of us were. <laughs> yeah. And, and that might just be being uh, raised here in the South and kind of the Southern Baptist in me. But the other side of it too is I think it is becoming more open. And I love that more and more people are getting into investing younger. Technology has been a great tool. People are communicating about savings. I have more and more clients having us um, provide guidance with their kids just starting out, 401ks, Roth conversations. I'm loving seeing that. Yeah. And I feel like that is something relatively new in the last eight to 10 years. Oh, I, I would agree. But I mean, the other side of it too is I've also seen a lot of misconceptions and a lot of her mentality about people overspending over um, budgeting and putting too much into a lot of tangible assets that aren't always best for them. And that's why, I mean, we saw the whole Airbnb fiasco going on now with everyone that had buying all these properties, driving houses up, renting out and doing all these Airbnbs. And then now it's tanking mm -hmm. because it's oversaturated and a lot of HOAs imposing limitations against it. And then people are now just sitting with these assets that are overvalued they're not going to get their money back out, at least not in a short window of time. And it was kind of back to during the whole um, COVID where everyone was doing the GameStop manipulation, people taking out equity lines and mortgages to leverage one stock. Oh. And then it, and then we saw what happened there and how many people are in hundreds of thousands of debt because of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're paying a price. So when it comes to putting together the, uh, the, the, retirement plan, the retirement income plan, uh, one of the first things that we have to get through is the procrastination is, well, I'll do it later, or I yeah. can do it now, or, oh, you know, uh, yeah, it's okay. How do we get through that? Well, how, how do we uh, kick ourselves in the butt, so to speak? I would say, I mean, it's never too early to start. And how, I mean, is one conversation going to take that much time? And that's what I always tell people, listeners, you've been listening to us, to us for years. Give us a call. Don't hesitate. Don't think I don't have enough. I don't know what I need to ask or I don't know enough. That's what we're here. It's our job. We don't expect everyone to know it. That's why we're here. Call us. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. It can't hurt to have a conversation or just to have a plan in front of you. Mm -hmm. You may not need to do anything with it. And you may be planning a little early or there may be a lot of things that you can easily affect now that you don't have to mentor or emotionally stress about that'll make it a lot better down the road. It never hurts to have a plan, just like it never hurts to just have a checkup. You delay and delay and delay. You don't want to wait till you get a cavity to go to the dentist. No, <laughs> and well, that's, that's the thing about good. it is you got to. You got to just take that one step, but I promise you it's an easy one and it's very low stress. And again, the, uh, the, the self-control. So when the market starts to, you know, go crazy and, and all of a sudden there's a 20% drop in the market, you know, as, uh, as someone who, you know, you've got your, that's for your savings. Okay. I got to sell. I got to get out. I got to get out. That's what we need to control as well. And that's what you can help us control. Exactly. And that kind of leads into the herd mentality over correcting and over and over adjusting and over, 
I, I guess it all just comes down to overreacting yeah. is what creates more problems than good. I mean, what, what was the situation? Was it Business Week, Bloomberg? Someone did an analysis of how many people got out of the market at the bottom of 08 and didn't go back in until 2014. Oh, man. And the market broke even from 08 and what was it, two and a half, three years? Something like that. And if you would have just stayed in, you would have been completely fine. But they didn't get back in until 14 and they didn't even break even until 2019. So that they went 11 years and they're even. No wonder they call it the lost decade. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> it's lost. Yeah. Well, Parker, I'll tell you what, I love this. And and let's go ahead and, and invite folks to call because we have got, uh, we are up against the clock. So let's do that and uh, we'll get those calendar spots on the calendar filled up. Give us a call right now. If you're the next five callers or text, don't hesitate. Reach out and let's put together a plan. No cost, no obligation. Let's see exactly where you're at if there is any red flags and potholes and the best way to address it, it doesn't hurt to have a plan to ask questions and just see, let's do your financial checkup. See if everything's where it needs to be. Next five callers, no cost or obligation. Sounds fantastic. Parker, do give us a call. It's 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker. Just text Parker to 600-700. It's an opportunity to get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a practical financial review. So if you're listening, simply give us a call. 877-359-1979. And when you connect, you're going to get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And you'll walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979. Or just text PARKER to 600-700. PARKER to 600-700. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, PARKER's got the documents. We're <laughs> digging into a ta- uh, case study. That and a whole lot more right here on The Parker Holland Show. Does it feel like you're fighting for financial knowledge? Don't let bad advice be a punch in the gut to your retirement. Take advantage of a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation with a local trusted financial advisor. Call Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial, proudly serving the Triangle area. Call 877-359-1989. That's 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. We're back on the Parker Holland Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Parker is, of course, uh, the an investment advisor representative, <laughs> IAR. And uh, again, hanging out at Capital Financial, this is a great organization, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, I work here. But uh, but again, you guys up on the second floor, that is a that is an energy-filled place. It's a, I mean, there's a lot of buzz going on up there. A lot of, I think, just a lot of positive stuff going on. Well, and that's kind of the big piece about it. And that's where it goes into kind of what we do with the independent conflict-free nature. We enjoy what we do. We like what we do. And then, of course, we're having conversations every day and putting together financial plans for people. And majority of the time, it's getting them on the right track and making retirement work. Yeah. It, we have a lot more um, good. I would say we definitely have a lot more good conversations than any bad or detrimental ones that people are just coming in wanting to see where they're at. And we're going over the plans and everything's on the right track or we're just doing small tweaks to get it better. Or we're just getting them in the 99 percentile. I mean, you see everyone down here on the street. I mean, you see more smiles than anything. When they're leaving, they are. They are. I mean, I see them all the time. Yeah. And that's kind of the big piece here. And that's why I love you're here 
hearing us from the headquarters where we do every plan strategy. Doesn't matter if you hear us here, South Carolina, Wilmington, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, every plan runs through here and it's a team approach. And that's exactly what we want people to know. No matter who you're meeting with on the team or where you hear us from, it's a true independent fiduciary firm. And the IARP is kind of like you say, Steve, we're representing capital financial registered investment advisory. We're an independent conflict-free fiduciary firm. Sure. And uh, again, a lot of opportunities too. There's like retirementhelpcenter.com mm-hmm. is a great resource. If you want to just get some general knowledge, I mean, you, uh, I know you participate in that Marty coach, you know, everyone. Oh yeah. Does. And that's the piece is education is key. And we want people to have understanding of their plan, their strategies, what they're looking at. And, and this and this goes into kind of the case study. All right, well, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, I always call it the Parker plan, right? Planning with Parker. Parker. Plan. That's right. <laughs> Coach Pete approved. How about that? I like it. So we, of course, we always do the spin of the wheel or out the hat, whatever you want to call it. We this week we have a 68 year old and a 65 year old. Spa, let's just call it a spousal couple, 68 okay. and 65. Mm-hmm. We have 711,000. Okay, so we're at 711. All right. 711,000 retirement accounts. And they're looking at retiring in three years, three years. All right. So we're looking at retiring. The oldest will be sitting there right at 71 going into 72. Mm -hmm. 711,000. And let's assume the market's down every single day for the next 30 years. Wow. Worst case. Guarantee no questions. <laughs> 30 asked. years? Let's start done? with the worst. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be that Mad Max book of Eli Rapture situation. Yes, right, right. Uh, but with what we're looking at, that's 58,000 a year in income. 711, 58,000 a year. And that's assuming no market returns for 30 years. Wow. The big piece about this is it runs all the way as long as the spouses are alive. So actuarially, every retirement's 30 years. That's just what the spreadsheets say. So that means by age 98 of the oldest spouse, that 711,000 produced 1.6 million in income. Wow. And it's not stopping unless they both kick the bucket. Okay. And then the money goes to whatever's left goes to the heirs. Yeah. Now, of course, market's down for that period of time. I'm not as worried about legacy. But we can safely assume the market's not going to be down every single day for the next 30 years. Now, I know I did this a week back, Steve, on when I did another case study. Mm-hmm. But the problem is with the market being so skewed and the inflation and the market and everything just being so high, the numbers have just been illustrating. <laughs> I honestly think it's a little too well <laughs> is <laughs> what you? I'm going to call it. So let's let's do a mediocre. Let's say the market does about half of what it's done over the last right. 12 years. Just sure. half. Nothing crazy. Same thing, 711,000, 68 and 65 retiring in three years. Okay. Three years time, they start taking out 58,000 a year in income. That income through that age 98, that 30 year period, or let's just say 27 years of retirement, increases to over 230,000. Wow. That 1.6 million I told you they took out is now going to be 3.4. Holy cow. And the legacy going to the heirs would still be over 4 million. Over four. Over four million. That's where the compounding piece comes into play. When you work with guarantees, you eliminate sequence of returns. Compounding gets there. We're not giving up growth for safety, Steve. We're not limiting the upside. We're not capping ourselves. If the market keeps doing 14%, the numbers may be even higher than that. But But, they're never going to be lower. But they're not going to be lower. And here's the big piece. I ran with the market if it kept doing what it was going to do. We wouldn't even be starting at that conversation to 58,000. We'd be over 70,000. But I'm assuming no growth before they take that first withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing about it is when you plan conservatively and you plan for the worst and the kind of the hope for the best, a lot of plans just plan for the worst and they're hedging against that. We're not 
doing that. We're saying, hey, if the market keeps going up, great. We're going to experience, we're going to participate in it. But if the market tanks, there's no issue. And that's the big piece we want people to have and sleep well at night and not have to worry about the color on the screen. All right. That, again, perfect. Uh, 877-359-1979. If you'd like Parker to start putting together your plan. So you were talking about 22 different sectors in the in the stock market and different uh, different areas. So in that in that 22 sectors, are there is there a shift? Because I know for for what the last year or so, it's kind of been tech stocks. And so, are you seeing a shift going? Uh, I mean, you know, is it going to energy? Is it going to you know? I mean, financials, tech, energy have been probably neck and neck, alternating between one, two, and three for the last I don't know five, six years. Okay, um, that's always been a big piece. They've been top ten holdings pretty much across multiple and almost all portfolios. But my favorite part was with the drop we had in twenty two in the domestic markets, the United States, global for the first time in ten years was blowing past us by almost six and a half percent. Wow! So I mean, over fifty percent of a lot of portfolios went to global in that period of time. And that's how they kept income. They kept growing. They kept principal intact during that down market. Is that a discussion you have about the international markets? Well, yeah, that's a big thing too. I mean, we can mold portfolios people. They don't want alcohol, tobacco, firearms. They don't want anything ESG. It doesn't matter what you don't want. We'll mold that. We'll just tell you if there's a concern or piece that might be self deprivating to your plan. Mm -hmm. But 99% of the time, that's not the case. Just because you don't want one thing or you you're with one company, you're with Cisco, you're with IBM and you have a bunch of stock in them. We're not going to put it in the portfolio. We'll mold it around it. And that's why I like building these plans. We're building it for the client's goals and objective, the listener, their goals, their strategy. No one's going to have an identical piece by piece. Plan. Sure. Well, and, I, and again, I, I like that. Uh, so you, I could say, hey, I don't want to be in this particular sector, and, and you would respect that. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing about it is we have it all the time. I mean, the conversation always mainly leads into ESG and all of those kind of requirements. Right. And like Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, all these companies have to have ESG things, but that doesn't mean you have to. That'd be like saying, I don't want to invest with Fidelity because they have ESG portfolios. Well, if you're at Fidelity and you're, ho you're, you're holding Cisco and your friend's holding Tesla, you're both holding it through Fidelity, you're not in the same thing. <laughs> you can choose them all. I, I don't understand where that some, there was something online about that. Like, don't work with this company. Don't do that. Yeah. You don't want BlackRock. We won't use BlackRock. You don't, but that's the thing is it's moldable, but just because something is offered through one thing doesn't mean you're using it for that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And um, so as we kind of go through this, uh, just let's recap that uh, case study one more time. So it's a couple this time. And, couple this uh, time. So 68 and 65 going to retire in three years and they start with 711. Is that a fairly typical scenario? There's no minimum, there no. normal. I mean, it's all relative. I okay. mean, I'll have more conversations with, I guess, classified as high net worth individuals are spending less than anyone that's under the, I would say, $2 million What's the, the what they say for the average uh, middle class in North Car in North Carolina? It's like roughly two million left or less for retirement. Well, my favorite thing about middle class is that's forty six to four hundred and ninety six thousand in income. Wow! <laughs> I mean, that's pretty that's much serious. all of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> husband and wife between forty six and five hundred thousand. I mean, that's ninety nine point hmm. eight percent of us. That's right. uh, so. I mean, it's all relative. Like yeah. in this case, I mean, we pick the numbers out, and if they needed five thousand a month. They're right on track. They needed 4,000 even better, 3,000 even better. But if they needed 7,000, we'll have to have a discussion. Don't forget, I didn't include Social Security. Right. I'm, 
I don't know. <laughs> this was picked out of a hat, guys. I mean, they could have had a pension. They could have had other sources or other accounts that we didn't include. This so is just off this piece. Just off that 7-Eleven. Correct. Just right. off that one piece. And that's where we talk about doing these plans is this is for a conversation. This is for people to have a mental illustration of how it works, but it's always going to be relative. All eggs aren't going to always be in the same basket. It's about your strategy, your roadmap. This is just the foundation. Okay. All right. Well, again, folks, if you need some help or would like to have a foundation built for you, 877-359-1979. Parker, in fact, let's uh, put a wrap on this segment and invite folks to call. So the next five callers, Steve, or text, uh, text Parker, not while you're driving, please. <laughs> We'd love to set up a time for the free financial plan and analysis. Put together your own roadmap. If you want your own case study, we'll treat it just like it's on the show. We'll gladly do that for you at no cost or obligation. Make sure your retirement income and standard of living is going to stay the same to and through retirement. Give us a call now. 877-359-1979. That is the number to call or text Parker to 600-700. An opportunity for you to get a, well, a financial roadmap, putting you on your road to retirement. Yep, it's an excellent chance to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, just give Parker a call. It's 877-359-1979. And uh, it's a it's a practical, comprehensive financial review, not only showing you where you are now, but most importantly, it does become a roadmap that can help guide you to help get you to where you need to be. 877-359-1979 or text Parker to 600-700-877-359-1979. And for this segment, that is it. When do we come right back? It's time for questions from listeners. we got some really good ones now, and we will do that right after this. And now, a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risks, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk. Run from that office and go to your future financial partner who has your best interest in mind with a retirement plan that includes growth, protection, and income so you can sleep well at night. Call Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial at 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Again, the number to call is 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. We're back on the Parker Holland Show. I, just, I, I, I couldn't know what to say. There. Struggling a little bit well, there yeah. for a second. Well, but it is the Parker Holland Show. That much we do know. And uh, Parker is right here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And in um, so at Capital Financial, um, it's CapitalUSA.com. Is that the website? Capital Financial. Capital USA. Financial USA. We're trying to get a shorter one, but of course that. We missed it. What was it? Ten years ago yeah. when our bid came up. <laughs> Gotta love it. I don't. I, uh, we know exactly who took that out from under us. But hey, we'll get it back there for us. Oh, shortly. at some point in time, right? Yeah. But so, uh, yeah. CapitalFinancialUSA.com is the website. Find out a lot about really what they do. You can meet the team, and not just uh, not just Parker, but I mean the whole team. Whether it's Coach Pete or Parker or you know Kathleen, anybody is uh, really there on, and and you can learn a little bit more. Plus, you put those calculators and things out there on the website to make it. Um, pretty interesting, I think, in terms of having people getting a ballpark idea of what you do. Well, and that's the thing is we want people to be able to hands-on look into it. I feel like our field is probably one of the most self-directed fields out there that people come to for services. And a lot of time we're kind of double checking what's already been done. It's probably one of the most talked about, um, built into kind of a household, always a conversation piece, but we're here 
not just because it's our specialty and what we focus on, but it's to educate people. Mm-hmm. That's of the, exactly how it works. That's the passion that that I get a sense from really everybody that that's that's there that's here. I mean, you, Parker, and Marty, and Pete, and and really everybody. You guys are quite passionate about about teaching and about making sure people understand. Um, and you know, getting into one of your specialties, Parker, is the behavioral finance. Oh yeah, behavioral finance is key. And I mean, I love it. I enjoy it because it was kind of a primary focus piece and um, triggered my interest in grad school. But on the other side of it too, I've always liked just having the conversation. That's why I say I left behind the screens. I was never an auditor. I don't miss trading too much. It's because I like having the conversation. I just feel like I say things and talk to people how I'd want it said to me and how I understand. I'm very visual. We have the whiteboards and everything in the office. Marty is too. So is coach Pete. I feel like we're great at communicating mm-hmm. um, with listeners, with people we're doing plans for and with existing clients about their goals, their objectives, their strategies, their plan, how it works, all the moving parts. Right. And I feel like a lot of advisors, planners, bankers, brokers, are so focused on the next one coming in that they don't settle down and talk to the one in front of them now. And I train a lot of people on that, especially when we help people in the industry that are coming from those captive sides of insurance, brokerage, banking, and getting away from that sales mentality and that mindset that they had for decades. So, I mean, like pre-COVID, I know that there were um, there were client events that uh, that we would have here. And to meet these folks, and the things that they say and, and, and just love working with you guys and, and, you know, telling me stories. And I mean, it's fascinating. It's great stuff. Yeah. And we're hoping to get that back. We got cleared a little while back. It took them forever with the auditors and industry to get us back to normal. But I love that because it's about we want people not just to meet other members of the team, other listeners, but because we're not allowed to give referrals, a lot of people don't realize that we're not allowed to. Um, we want people to meet other listeners, other clients. and. Mm-hmm in that situation. So people know it's not just us and our word for it, but experiences and what's been going on. And like you said, coach has been doing this for over 30 years. Yeah, It's not new. Capital is not new. And, and again, my guess is, I mean, for the time that you've been here, you must have, uh, you know, clients that feel like family. And that's the big thing about it. And coach takes it very, very seriously as making sure that people realize that that is the mindset and that is the approach we take to it. We treat these plans, we treat these strategies, and we do it for our family, our parents, and ourselves. Mm-hmm. We take it very seriously. All right. Well, again, I don't mean to sidetrack you there, Parker. Let's uh, jump into some of these questions here while we still have some time. Uh, Artie's up first. He says, uh, do loan repayments count towards contribution amounts in 401k calculations? That's a good one, Artie. And the big thing is I don't like 401k loans if they're not required to be made. So I put that out there. But uh, most of the time, the way the plan starts, and I have to always worry, it depends on the plan. Mm -hmm. It depends on the plan. It depends on the plan documents. It depends on what the employer wants. But I would say most of the time, yes. Um, It's going to count towards contributions. But then also I've seen times where it's not. There's ways for you to choose just to pay off a loan directly. But the thing about loans is you have to pay it from your contribution. You can't always just write a check for it. It has to be drafted and treated as a contribution when you're going towards loan repayment. A lot of 401ks don't allow you to try to pay separately or pay after a certain period of time or after retirement. Right. Well, I mean, you do that, they just, they just, tax you. And that's the thing, see, is they'll tax you. It's treated as taxable income. You're not doing it when you take the loan, but if you don't pay it back and you take a distribution, they'll require that loan to come out first and that's taxable and it's going to reduce your balance by the loan amount. Of course. You're borrowing your own money, but then you're, it's just like a checking account. You take the money out, it's gone. Yep. 
All right, Artie, there you go. It's 877-359-1979. Gerald is wondering, he says, my wife's father passed and she was left with quite a bit of stock. Now, all of the stock is in a single company that is a standard bearer. Uh, we don't need to access the funds and plan to leave the principal grow, let the principal grow. Is there a better way to grow the money right now as opposed to leaving it all in stock? Well, all in one stock, I assume is what they're meaning there. Right. Uh, and yeah. That always goes to the Enron Nortel conversation. But depending on the company, if you're emotionally tied to the stock, I mean, it's up. It's always a personal decision. If it's a really important to the company, and not the company, but the family that the how long they were with the company. If you're not emotionally tied to it, the good thing about inheritance is still under current law. Let's put that veil up there. This is what's called a step up in basis, meaning that if you sell the stock, you don't have to pay the capital gains that the father had on the money. That from the date of death to the date you sell it, if you're looking at re-diversifying it into other investments, other funds, other stock, you get a lot of a tax shelter there. Mm -hmm. And that could be a huge benefit for you and the family is to put a strategy that's looking more for you guys' retirement in the next of kin. But that is something uh, that could be a different conversation if it's all held in a retirement account. Okay. So it all depends on where the money's held, but, and the emotional ties to it. Sure. You don't, it's not a decision you have to make immediately, but you can slowly divert it elsewhere. You can sell it all and rebuy it to get an adjusted basis. I mean, there's a lot of conversations that need to be had, but it all comes back to putting together a plan. All right. 877-359-1979. Gerald, there's the number to call. Uh, Lacey is, has a question. She says, uh, retiring in about a month at the age of 62, Good for you. Uh, I have a small pension. After 22 years of employment, they moved us all into a portable pension. I was grandfathered into the original pension plan. So in addition to that pension, I was offered a lump sum, which I would roll into an IRA, or I could get monthly installments for life. What's my play here? Lump sum or monthly installments? Uh, we've seen plenty of this over the years, Steve. I know with all the layoff, severance, retirement packages, and all the pension plans that got adjusted uh, since interest rates came up. Lacey, we've got to do a plan. Um, it always comes down to the outside accounts, what you already have saved elsewhere, is the pension enough to live off of, and also the balance of the lump sum. Majority of the time, if you're wanting to keep legacy access to the funds and you have other guaranteed sources, normally it's a lump sum play. Okay. You can incorporate it in a strategy that keeps the money in your court, your accessibility, get it growing, get it working for you to be more of a discretionary on top of your existing pension. But on the other side, there's a lot of pensions that still have great payout options. But the way I'm reading this here as the monthly installments like a pension on top of a pension, if you don't need it, why would you want to take the risk that they keep the money, they earn the interest, and if you pass away, they keep the lump sum? Right. Um, we got to have a conversation. That's what we're here for. Give us a call, Lacey. We'd love to walk through it. But I mean, I would say easy conversation, favor the lump sum if she already has these guaranteed sources. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of unusual, isn't it? I mean, that, that's we see it all the time when oh, people really? are with companies for a substantial period of time and they do all these buyouts, mergers and different retirement plays. I, we see this a lot, especially around here. All right. And well, it's how my sister went through this where she was a nurse, an RN for 35 years. Yeah. Um, and when she started, there was a pension. 
Yep. And then about halfway through, they discovered 401ks. So they they Was it Wake, Duke, or UNC? Because they all did it. No, this was, <laughs> this was up in Minnesota. <laughs> I know they all did it. But again, so the thing is, is when she retired, she, you know, she's got the 401k, which is in an IRA. And now she's got that pension as well. And she may have had a 403b or 457, depending exactly. if it was county or governmental. Um, I mean, there's a lot of moving things out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, Lacey, um, give us a call. 877-359-1979 is the number. And and uh, let's see, we got time for another one here. Neil has a question. He says, uh, my question is this. When I start withdrawing from this account and only withdraw the long-term held funds, will I only be taxed on the capital gains rate? Now, if the withdrawals are my only source of income, then does that mean my only taxes will be whatever the long-term capital gains rates are? I'm confused. <laughs> Neil, this is good. This is a good question, but it depends on, are we talking about an IRA, a stock account, a Roth account, right. or where it comes specify. from? He didn't specify. Uh, the rule of thumb, let's just say it's a stock account that's after tax, so it's not a retirement account. Then yes, when you withdraw funds, if you do the long-term first, you're in long-term gains rate and you just pay taxes on the gains. Um, assuming you're taking from the gains and not the principal. Um, so that is... First part of the conversation. And if that is your only source of income, I mean, your capital gains rate could technically be zero, depending on how much you're taking. Depending on what you're taking in gains, it may be relatively lower, like 10%. But then, of course, if you're in retirement and this is your only source of income, this could be a problem when it comes to healthcare and Medicare planning. Because right. a lot of people forget you need taxable income to get better pricings, especially under Obamacare and ACA plans. All right. So th this could be not 100% of benefit as people think it is, uh, but this is where it comes into having a conversation. And where it comes into sitting down with an independent fiduciary advisor such as you. Exactly. And that's what we're here for, Steve. And I mean, if you have your own question, you want your own plan, you want your own case study, give us a call. That's what we're here for. No cost or obligation. We want to put together a comprehensive financial plan that's looking at estate, tax, healthcare, Medicare, Social Security, all the moving parts. Give us a call. We'd love to put this together for you. Sounds great, Parker. 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979. And uh, you give us a call. You'll come on in, sit down with Parker and the team, and really get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a great opportunity for you. Don't, don't miss it. 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600-700. Parker to 600-700. But a great show today, covered a lot of ground as always, and we really appreciate you listening, folks, and we're going to come back again next week with all new topics and questions and more right here on the Parker Holland Show. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.